Support for this episode of Dungeons and Asians has been brought to you by HeroForge Custom Miniatures, an amazing company that's helping us design the miniatures that we want to see at our gaming table. Learn more about them at HeroForge.com. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Dungeons and Daesians. It has been a month since we've last explored the world of the Emerald Realms and the Kingdom of Sha, and a lot has happened since then. So before we dive into this, this, this month's episode of D&D with the Asians Represent crew, let's go for some news from the cast. Do we have, do we have any news? Do, you, do you any, any of you have anything dope going on in your life? No, I'm just I'm just so happy. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be around people. Like you guys are great. Happy happy to be around people. <laughs> wait, wait a sec. Wait a sec. <laughs> yes. No, I don't want to go into that. Okay. I guess, uh, you, you have any news? Uh, I'm getting over uh, a cold. Yeah, and, I, and you survived TIFF. I did survive TIFF. Yeah, I I, I realized I was like, man, I guess that has to work TIFF. That's gonna suck. And then the street closures. Oh no, that was actually my my tip was fine. It was basically the usual. So, did you meet any celebrities? Um, I saw Michael B. Jordan um, <gasps> and Jimmy Fox. But more about Michael B. Jordan. Uh, but like it was a very non experience because they they had like basically an in conversation with uh in my cinema, which is basically like a, an an extended Q and A where a programmer would ask them questions, and then they would answer. <laughs> Uh, and people would just pay to watch that. But while that was happening, uh, we opened the house really late. So I was like running around looking for the stage manager. And so <laughs> there were a couple of times where I like suddenly like pushed open the door to the backstage. And I'm like, has anyone seen the stage manager? Well, I said the stage manager's name. Name, yeah. Yeah. And then they all like turned around to look at me. Michael B. Jordan in this very nice, I guess is is red or maroon colored suit. Anyway. So you got Michael B. Jordan to turn his head and look at you. Yeah, they were all like, what's going on? <laughs> You're basically dating. And then someone told me, oh, she's probably outside. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> and then thanks. I run away. See you, Michael B. Jordan. I mean, Killmonger. I mean, human. No, we'll forget about Human Torch. As oh, walk away. Wow. That's right. Yeah, that movie sucked. Whoa. It was pretty bad. Yeah. And then and then I ran back again backstage to close the door because they just had it open. And then there were all these... It's like the, the door to the backstage is also... It's fa- directly facing the door that leads into the cinema. So all these p- patrons were just coming in and they were just standing there. And I was like, all these patient- patrons are so not um, scary because a lot of them just like go up and are like, oh my gosh, I love you. Please sign my boobs. Like literally. Um, and all- none of these people were doing that. But I was like, uh, before that happens, let me close the door. Hey, just bye. in case it gets a little crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that was my non-experience in seeing them. And I didn't stay for the Q&A either because I had to be but outside. But you got to see Michael B. Jordan. I got to breathe the air that he breathed very briefly. <laughs> oh, my God. Briefly. <laughs> Celebrity wow. culture is always a little <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It really is. I don't think, would you want to be a celebrity of, of a Michael B. Jordan caliber? Like of that kind of fame? I don't think I could handle that. I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm into it. Give me that Give me that attention. You want that all attention? The time, all, all the time. The time. All the time. You want know, the paparazzi all the time? They'd be like, wow. Eat, I'd eat it up. They'd be like, Steve's leaving this CrossFit place. Yeah. And What's I'll he CrossFitting? Give him like finger guns. Be like, yeah, CrossFit. 
<laughs> well, what if you have a bad day? What if you hurt yourself? You'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, there's some real risks on this. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> With a pop rise. Let's sit down and talk about the dangers of CrossFit. Absolutely. Uh, no. I feel like being a female celebrity is a lot of work. Yeah. I think yeah. it's very different. That's different. I don't know. I mean, I think this level of, uh, I'm going to call it micro celebrity is pretty good. Uh, I get to walk down the street without people harassing me. Uh, but every once in a while, you know, you go to like a con or something and I'm like, hey, I really like you, that thing you were in. And that's great. You know? Yeah, that's cool. People say that to you? People sure. don't say that to me. Yeah. Well, Steve, actually, I, I get remember that a very lot. clearly, um, <sighs> was very effusive of his uh, affection for <laughs> John Gear in the masks thing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like nodding furiously here. My, yeah. my peak celebrity was getting getting recognized in Hollywood. Yeah, no, actually, people have told me. They're like, oh, yeah, I like Patience Represent. And I was like, true? So do I. True. I like that show, too. I, I love that show. In fact, you know that Agatha? She's real great. Oh, yeah, that's me. Um, so no more news other than, like, you had a crazy, crazy film festival experience, which is part of your day job. Again, it was not great. Yeah. But, the, uh, yeah, it was just fine. I have nothing game-related. Sweet. That I can share right now. That you can share. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, uh, I have some news. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? I have a couple pieces of news, and um, I'm really happy to share them here. I signed a contract with Wizards of the Coast. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, you you're a d and boy. Yeah, I signed a contract with Wizards of the Coast to do some freelancing stuff. Wow. And, it's, and I feel like it's all because I Simu Liu did. <laughs> what does that mean? So, okay, so when Simu Liu wanted to be Shang-Chi in Marvel, yeah. he actually went on Twitter and was like, yo, Marvel, I want to be Shang-Chi. And then after he got cast, he was like, we did it, fam. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to Simu Liu it. And I wrote this tweet. And then it just went, it just blew up. Yep. And then the co-creator of 5th edition of D&D emails James of the network and oh, was like, cool. I'm looking for Daniel's email. And James is like, he messages me, he's like, I hope this is for good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, yo, you want to freelance? Uh, and I was like, done. So yeah. Nice. I assume you can't tell us about the project yet. It's freelancing. It's freelancing. I'm, I'm going to be doing like a, right now I'm doing like a culture pitch. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm not pitching them this thing, the Xia project, pitching them something else. Mm-hmm. Nice. Different different time period in Asian history. That's I'm, very exciting. Yeah. I'm focusing on like the, I won't say. Ooh. <laughs> it's cool. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off air. Ooh. Yeah. So I like did a, that. Is there like a moral to this story? Like shoot your shot, fam. Yeah. There is a moral to the story because my second piece of news also comes from Simu Liuing it on <gasps> Twitter. Uh-huh. And so I was like, you know what? Like my whole thing on Twitter is like being loud, being like, look, we here. Mm-hmm. When we had like, you know, when I tweeted about those issues with Kung Fu person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like very, very vocal, even though people were like, yo, you shouldn't have done that. I was like, no, no, no I'm calling that shit out. And uh, I was like, you know what we need? We need to have Asian people on Dragon Talk. And I was like campaigning beyond Dragon Talk and then doing dragon talk in november what's, what's dragon nice. talk dragon talk is wizards official dnd podcast hmm. so we're gonna do dragon talk oh, amazing yeah and, and we're gonna talk about asians represent on dragon talk cool so it's gonna be fun twitter it's so cool man twitter it's so man. cool uh and the last piece of news obviously i have a kickstarter yeah and by the time this episode drops uh the kickstarter will be out in four or five days this is so exciting yeah 
I'm so tired. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm so tired. And I no can't, kidding. I'm so tired. Like, uh, Kickstarter for my game, Ross Rifles. So we, we played, we, we need to actually finish up, but we played, we did a session zero of Ross Rifles and Ross Rifles is going to be on Kickstarter in October. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of going on this whole podcasting tour, like talking on other podcasts to promote Ross Rifles. Mm-hmm. And it has been wonderful for all the shows. I actually really loved, uh, we did an episode of Character Creation Cast. Mm-hmm. and Isn't I, that fun? Oh, it's so much They're fun. They're so good. I loved it. And so my character, uh, Kenji Nakamura, was I was playing the scout, so he's a sniper, and he has like he puts like ticks on his rifle, and everybody thinks it's because of all the people he's killed, but it's really all the times he's gone out into no man's land and back without incident. Mm-hmm. So everybody thinks oh, he's this badass killer, yeah. but he's just like another day without any work, <laughs> and he's never killed anybody. And we so the whole thing was like let's make the most suboptimal characters, and <laughs> that's very exciting. Kenji's big thing. Um, was that his trench club is a table leg, a very ornate table leg, but he had taken it from another character's drafting table that was in the dugout. So the whole thing was trying to get a new table leg because <laughs> Kenji had taken it. True. But yeah, then so that that's what I got going on. Mm-hmm. Got a Kickstarter mm-hmm. um, and some D and D stuff. That's and, really exciting. And we have another thing going on, now, and I'll I'll let you get to that tomorrow. Yeah, um, I have to confess, this has been a bit of a challenging uh, week uh, when we're recording it. Uh, in case uh, you might have missed the news, uh, Justin Trudeau, who is the uh, Prime Minister of uh, Canada and is currently campaigning to get reelected, uh, it, it was revealed that he dressed up in uh, as Aladdin at an Arabian Nights-themed uh, dinner at this private school he used to teach at uh, now in, back in uh, 2001. Uh, now, Justin Trudeau, if you're not aware, has, has, got, has gained a lot of political capital for being very progressive, uh, for making a lot of noise about accepting refugees, especially from countries that, uh, especially America, our neighbor, has been rejecting, especially Syrians, for example, uh, and also being very pro-immigration uh, and generally uh, being sort of a very friendly with various kinds of uh, minority communities. Uh, so this has definitely been a tough time uh, for myself personally and for the communities I'm a part of. Uh, in case you're curious, um, there, then it was also revealed that there were incidents of uh, him dressing up in blackface, which I, I can't comment on. I'm, I'm, I don't have black ancestry, and that's a very different issue than the brown face. Uh, but if you want to get a better sense of why that was inappropriate, you can go back and listen to episode one, where Daniel Kwan specifically is talking about Aladdin and Orientalism, as well as Agatha. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we might dig into this a little bit more at a different time, but for now, I uh, just wanted to share that, you know, we're working through it, and uh, we'll see how this plays out over the, uh, over the coming weeks. Yeah, the uh, Canada is, so a lot of people always look at Canada, and they're like, oh, Canada, it's so diverse and awesome, and everybody's so accepting, and it, there's there's just so much deep-rooted racism in Canada mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. people don't see. But we should do a, we should do a proper episode on that. I don't mm-hmm. think talking about it as news will do it justice. Yeah. We'll do a whole episode on that. That Orientalism episode that Agatha and I did, though, like, go and listen to that. If you're new to Asians Represent and you're listening because we're doing D&D, listen to that Orientalism episode because it will put more context into why we're even doing this D&D show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing on this show. So, um... It, so it really yeah. is like a 101 on these kind of issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, those sort of headlining things that people of color and of uh, minority communities uh, really sort of find troubling and hurtful occasionally. 
uh, in uh, sort of representations. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, listen to that episode. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, now, of course, we're you know on like a far more positive note. Where I want to talk a little bit about like progress we've made on the characters and like the world of Sha. Mm-hmm. Things have been really busy. Things in Canada have been crazy. Things in our personal lives and our work lives have been crazy. Like Ekta, like you got a big day coming up in November. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steve and I actually had a really good conversation before we started recording on the martial artist oh, yeah. class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and and parts of the Yosha class, but mostly the martial artist. And we're kind of experimenting with how we can make kind of, again, erase and reset the fighter and monk and make them more culturally relative um, and relevant and so I was, I've been work, working on like sort of that hard style, the, the, um, the martial artist who works on their physical body and not so much their chi. Mm-hmm. And uh, so more, it's, it's, over, it's over there. Mm. And um, I've been kind of looking at the idea of that class having form masteries and body mastery. Uh, Steve, you had a really good idea about elements. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we'll experiment with that, I guess. But we're looking at this class basically progressing in a way where you're constantly learning new forms and perfecting your physical body so that when you are in combat, you're actually creating a character that is you, that mm-hmm. like a, is a unique expression of what you want to be as a martial artist. Yeah. So you could be an agile fighter or you can be, you know, that like hard style Kung Fu where you like buckle down. Yeah. I'm super excited about the progress we've made on this and like the world in general I've been working really hard on stuff in that locked DM section of our notebook. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can't, I can't wait for, for y'all to see what, what we got coming. So um, for this, for, for session two, uh, I guess this would be episode three, but for session two of our Dungeons and Asians campaign, I think before every single session, it, it, it should be, we should go over our lines, veils, and wishes from the previous one. Mm-hmm. So in terms of lines, we have sexual assault and sexual coercion, permanent injuries, Violence against children, slavery, and racism. For veils, we have intense gore and sex. In terms of wishes, uh, Agatha, you wished that you would like Dongfang to find something to care about and to be torn between that. Mm-hmm. You want emotional weakness. Amar, you would like to know more about this jade stone and have more character moments with Ning and Walid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve... Uh, wants to keep following the storyline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try to keep a straight face I could. <laughs> just do it. Steve just wants to play D&D. <laughs> and avoid getting on tangents. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, tangents are good. It's just like, uh, I, I'm excited. I want to be here. Yeah, you want to be here. And Daniel, me, uh, wants more collaborative world building outside of the game sessions. Uh, so... Let, let's get into session two, and I'll, I'll do a bit of a, a recap for us in my sexy DM voice. Actually, before we go into that, yeah. can I make a request that our lines and veils have like their own tab, just so it's like easy to quickly? Like, oh, that's jump a good idea. Those? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll make that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Sweet. And by tab, Steve, Steve means in our notebook. Yeah, in mm-hmm. our OneNote notebook. OneNote notebook. Oh, I guess I didn't make a comment about us talking about OneNote. Okay. Sorry, I got distracted looking at Jade Dynasty. I'll put it away. Put it away. No, no, it's too okay. busy on Twitter and Instagram. Their clothing are so bomb. <laughs> is I, it is it the kind of clothing that we could use as inspiration for this? It's very flowy. It's the kind of clothing that would belong in Hearts of Wolin. Ooh. 
you spin around and it's like it follows you it's very impractical very 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 so impractical but beautiful is that how we would describe the fashion of xia is it i don't know xia seems very like utilitarian yeah well but maybe in in sort of the upper classes upper classes often do things that are specifically uh useless useless yeah to show how much power they have yeah basically right. yeah we're all like we're all military grunts here like we haven't gone to the ball i mean <laughs> your character's got a little bit of influence you're fancy you're fancy you're a fancy girl you can't downplay mm. how fancy you are mm, yeah i'm fancy <laughs> <laughs> yeah your kid like Laning is very fancy comes from a very prestigious family but i guess probably as part of uh, your training as an assassin can slum it as well right uh yeah definitely but i mean it's like uh wear the clothes that fit the part right Mm, that kind mm, of thing mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so here's our recap of session one and our intro to session two sexy voice engaged (laughs) (laughs) sorry i just heard patrick stewart (laughs) (laughs) come on make it so make it so engage we should do star trek are you two oh into Star God, Trek? Yes. There was a there was a Daniel Kwan character in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, I watched one of the movies, which the newer ones, like the yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Pine ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen most of the series. Yeah, I I love Star Trek. Yeah, I love Star Trek. I also <laughs> okay. watched the first episode of the the new season. Oh, Discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star Trek Discovery. I didn't understand anything that was going on, and it was a lot darker than I thought. That was kind of the idea. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't the Star Trek this podcast. This isn't the Star Trek podcast. We should get into that, though. We could do it. Yeah. I was going to say Asian Trek. <laughs> I can't beat the mm-hmm. title. Talk about that. So, last time... <laughs> Star Trek, the next generation. Ugh. Oh, my God. That's terrible. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Last time. Okay. The will of the sky has been challenged. The sudden arrival of a heavenly rock not only threatens Empress Joshua's grasp upon the kingdom of Xia, but the Emerald Realms as a whole. A wave of energy emanating from the rock has begun to transform everything in its path into jade. This divine omen has not gone unnoticed, and Empress Zhou Xia must save face if she hopes to retain control of Xia. At her command, La Ning of the Sovereign Banner, accompanied by Dongfang of the River and Walid the Lost, journeyed to the western town of Jingde to investigate the event and swiftly isolate the townsfolk with the aid of the Emerald Banner. Risking death! Dongfeng touched the divine rock and received a message from the heavens saying that the sky drop will cleanse all that is mundane. The four perils shall return and humanity will call upon the four nobles to maintain the balance of heaven and earth. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. Ooh. I really like Waleed the Lost. That's Waleed the Lost is so good. It's great. Okay, oh, yeah, I thought of that last night. That's great. Yeah. We have a little, there's a little moment. It's all, it's all good. So yeah, last time we left off, Dongfeng, you were literally touching this stone and just like crying out in agony as you received this message. Yeah, I was crying in an inhuman voice. You are a shrimp, shrimp voice. A shrimp voice. A shrimp voice, if you will. <laughs> in pain. What, what is, what is Dongfeng's voice like? Did we describe that? I, I think normally I just sound like a, a person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like, is it like a deeper voice, a higher pitched voice? Is it a, a booming, quiet, loud? Because you're kind of a, like a larger creature. Larger creatures tend to have deeper voices and tend to be louder, but it doesn't have to be. 
Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I have not thought about okay, think about it. Shrimp person uh, acoustics. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe just like a person. Yeah, maybe just have a normal voice. Yeah. I, I, well, what I, is normal? You have a common voice. I think I think Dongfeng has a like very genderless voice, so it's like maybe sounds like mine, where it's I don't know. I have a deep voice for a woman, so something like that. Do you okay, think, that or, or cool. does Dong Dongfeng sound different to ev to everyone? No, no, that's that's too magic. I think that's too magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we have been talking about magic because I'll, I'm sure people are wondering, like, oh, what about spellcasters? Yeah, yeah. We've we've been rethinking how magic's going to work here, and we we I think we've settled on like magic is something very special, and very powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. magic and is rare. Is yeah. And usually it's accompanied by sentience of things that normally did not have sentience. Yeah. So like if you were to cast, I think you said if you were to cast magic in the kitchen or in the house. Yeah, it's like super risky. Like you could have like your meal suddenly start like looking at you and like feeling things. And it's like that's that's complex and we don't want that. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that the uh, Xia government has kind of uh, puts a puts a stop on magic. Used yeah, in the household, mm -hmm. maybe that makes sense. Yeah. We have we have to think about this magic thing because the idea of magic is so, in, in the sense that everybody playing D anD D is familiar with, is so very very European. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the way we're going to do it for like this Chinese setting is going to be very different, like very much in a divine sense. That's the way kind of like magic and interaction with the supernatural. We have, we have to think about that mm -hmm. absolutely. And like, what's more divine than like sentience? And like, we've already come across those <laughs> pieces of pottery in like the last episode where you could see the images like they were communicating right yeah. if that's not sentience like oh i don't know what it is that's right. true that's so true. that someone someone was very skilled in making those pieces of ceramics yeah yeah and we should we'll, and we'll investigate that more if we want to but uh you snuck in dongfeng yeah. in the night and touched this stone but your cries have alerted everyone mm-hmm mm -hmm. Everyone, as they echo through literally the jade halls of this house that you are in. Mm -hmm. So Walid is uh, running towards uh, Ning to get her to like to the location very quickly. Yeah, and and Ning's kind of in her commanding tent, you know, cleaning up documentation, speaking to other officers, things like that. But this has just like killed all activity. Everyone fo is focusing on this one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what what's happening? So you you go to the tent and. You find Ning working, but well, trying to work, but really something horrible sounds like it just happened. Yeah, so I, I, I burst through the, the tent flap, I guess it would be, um, and, and said, uh, Dongfang, uh, touch the jade uh, emerald, come quick, and run back. She's like, she's like absolutely stunned. Doesn't think, thinks maybe Willie needs to learn how to, to, to zip it. Uh, <laughs> different issue. Uh, she goes ahead and tells like, uh, trusted officers to go about locking things down. Obviously we have a lot of people in camp that we've been trying to kind of quarantine. Mm -hmm. They need to be kept under control and troops need to be kept under control yeah. and no one is to do anything until further notice. Hmm. And then Ning quickly follows Walid. Uh, she's fully armed. She's good to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, you, as you run, remember you have to, remember you, you had the, the soldiers dig that ditch. Yeah, you, you you have to. I'm sure there's bridges over the ditch, but yeah. try to leap over this ditch, and you 
looking dead straight through the courtyard, straight through the front door of that house, you you see Dong Fong. Like, hand on jade. Hand on jade. Light streaming through uh, all of the orifices on my face. <laughs> yeah, and your exoskeleton, like through the cracks on your yeah. exoskeleton. And then it, uh, and all of a sudden it just stops. Oh. And you, you fall to your knees. Dong Fong. Oof. Fall to your knees on the, on the jade. And you feel this wave of energy come over you. And this message just keeps repeating over and over in your head. The sky drop will cleanse all that is mundane. The four perils shall return, and humanity will call upon the four nobles to maintain the balance of heaven and earth. All around you, the Emerald Standard have just like, they're trying to keep the people in order. You see sexy Simu Liu with long hair. Mm-mm-mm. And she's like, what's going on? Long hair in a bun. Long hair in a bun, yes. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? The silkiest bun. The silkiest bun. <laughs> I, I stand up slowly. And I, and I say those words because they stream through me. Okay. So you, 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 do you think you're saying this in a trance? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Uh, uh, and people are confused. like, what? The, the four perils? Four, four nobles? Well, how, how loudly are you saying it? Like I feel like it's like... It's, like, it's a resonant. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. Everyone hears... Okay, yeah, definitely. Definitely. we'll ending here as we get closer. Uh, you can't get any closer because of the jade. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah and it's still like expanding too. Yeah, right? ever so slowly, yeah. I'm walking forward. You're, you're walking as you're saying this? Yes. Do you seem like you're of mind? Like, are you in a pure trance or are you still like aware? Like, you make eye contact with Ning or Walid? I think it's like the, the kind of thing where I'm walking slowly and my head is slowly rising. And then, so you're like like this, yeah. And I think I say I repeat repeat the lines once, and once I'm done saying it, I look into your eyes, uh, Lenning. Ning has like as as Dongfang was like approaching. Mm-hmm. I think it would be clear that she had her hands on like the hilt of her blade, mm-hmm. ready to to act in a very violent way if necessary. But I think that last kind of moment of humanity, like looking at her, she extends her hand and tries to like give you something to pull you out of the jade, even though you're just walking. Do you take do you take Ning's hand? Do you see it? Do you acknowledge it? Or are you just like looking through Ning? Um, I, I definitely I think I think that's when my eyes actually refocus. And it's hard to see be, tell because i uh I, I remember that my eyes like it's basically my iris like fills up the whole yeah. socket so it's hard to tell whether yeah. my eyes are focused or not um and i i don't think i take the hand i reach out and i pat you on the shoulder as oh i God. walk past you oh who do you walk towards uh, you just keep walking out of the crowd and the crowd parts. They like they they don't want to like touch you because they see you walking on this jade and touching this stone, and they're they're terrified of you. Uh, Walid uh, was kind of um, uh, being really really kind of uh, panicky at the edge of the jade, not wanting to step over the limit, but right in front of it. So as you sort of walk off the jade, he is running around you and trying to get your attention and be like, "What? what are you okay? What's going on? What happened? What's going on?" 
Mm, uh, I don't engage with that. I walk until I'm further away and then I'll like turn into another side street. And then I think I just kind of like lean against the wall and then like slide all the way down until I'm sitting on this like disgusting dirt ground. No, but no, the, the soldiers are not following you. The townspeople are not. The soldiers are kind of like, uh, c- Commander, what are your orders? And yeah, so we'll, uh, I guess Neng will be occupied by the soldiers, so I'm just going to follow uh, Dongfeng. Um, what, do, what do you order the soldiers to do? So Ning, when she gets pat, it takes her a second to like figure out that this is this is not by the books. This is something completely different. So priority one is definitely going to be get everyone busy and just kind of not focus on this. We need to we need to, to lock this down and, and focus on something else. So she orders the majority of troops to take the quarantined people and start digging wider latrines. Latr- yeah. And then commands all latrines of Latrines or ditches? For, for pooping. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. you're going to be there for a while. That's yeah. what I was... Yeah, I was wondering. Okay. Uh, uh, and all officers are to report to her tent immediately. Uh, and then she just storms off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, you're si- you're sitting on the ground in in like this alleyway. Uh huh. Yeah. And you're just like kind of are you just like overcome? Yeah. With emotion. Uh, I I am just I I think I am overwhelmed in general. Yeah. But I feel I think if you were to look closer at my hands, uh, my my shrimp hands, they they are shaking because I it's like. I, I'm energized, but overwhelmed, and I don't know how to handle that. And I'm sitting there with my hands in front of me. Uh, Walid doesn't know how to handle that either. Yeah, Walid, are you just kind of like standing at at the alleyway? Yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, Walid's been a, a too cool for school kind of character for a long time, as, any, as long as anybody's known uh, him. But uh, he is, in this case, like genuinely worried. Um, and is just kind of, you know, kind of like stepping around you and just asking, like, "Are you okay, Dong Fong? Are you? What's going on? Is everything okay? What happened?" Uh, okay, I, I'll grab your uh, pant leg. Yeah, because you're standing. Yeah. yeah. So that you stop moving. Yeah. What? What did I just say? What was I saying? Uh, 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 just kind of trying to remember. I gave something about the jade cleansing. There'll be a cleansing. Some perils. Uh, yeah, I don't know what any of this is about. Well, there's. I don't. <laughs> this is. This is not. I don't know what we are dealing with. Well, that makes two of us. Man, can you sit down? You're really high up right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Walid sits down. Um, you're just going to sit side by side on the ground? Yeah, we sit down, yeah, side by side on the ground. Uh, and you're taller than me. So I, while I was tall, while I was standing up, I was taller than you. But as soon as I sit down, I'm not looking up at you mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what I want. I hate, <laughs> I hate other people looking down on me. Because you, you're so tall. I'm not used to it. Yeah. Uh, what? What is 
Yeah. What, what, what are the four perils? I don't know. Do you, do you want to make a check of any? Do you like to make a check? A check. You, you don't have to, but but remember the 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 dice are there. Yeah. Do you want to make it? Well, I mean, the question is to Daniel. Like, is this uh, one of those things that's like a well-known thing? Definitely not. Okay, in that case, I don't feel like I could make the check because yeah. my character's a foreigner to this land. Like, is this a history thing? Like, could be religion. Religion. Yeah, Agatha, you have a divine origin. I do. Now, is your memory of the Sky Court there in your head, or is it? I think uh, I have like vague, very fuzzy impressions of what i was before i was cast into the river yeah so there might be residual memory yeah of of your past life yeah so yeah so why don't you roll why don't you roll religion in this case because it's it's something divine so you got your dice d20 yeah 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 roll throw throw it in there it's really far away okay yeah my arm is short (gasps) a three Oh, okay. We suck say, at rolling in this game. So, yeah. what is what is your religion bonus? One. Okay, so you got a four total. Yeah. So your your memory's fuzzy. Your memory's fuzzy. It's uh, you're still kind of reeling from what just happened, and yeah, you you can't recall anything specific. I know this is important, but I can't remember it. You know, you know, you know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember much about where I come from. I was a kid when I left. Um, Malith has been kind of keeping his distance from you this time, yeah. um, you know, because you just walked across a lake of, um, jade without getting transformed or whatever. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, so how far away are you? I, it, like, like, I'm like a good foot and a half, two feet, something like that. So a little further away than people sitting side to side, side by side would be normally. Mm. But like, I kind of like put my hand out and like poke you on the shoulder. Oh, just to see if anything gets weird and I turn into Jade or something. Okay. If you, okay, so you're putting your hand up. I grab your hand and then with my other shrimp hand, I reach towards your face and just kind of slide my hand down your face. <laughs> just, like, just like one of these. Oh, no. <laughs> that kind of. Uh, Valid ticks, ticks his tongue out and licks part of your hand then. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Yeah. You're, just, you're just touching his face, and he's just like, I guess I'll... Oh. <laughs> yeah, he just went up to you. Like, you're trying to do a weird thing, he will do a weirder thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I'm like, that's gross. And I, I wipe it on your shirt. <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he laughs, and then that's... So there's, that's this, the there's this, like, lighthearted moment. Uh, yeah. It's like an ew. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, things are kind of okay again. And so Willie's going to go back to being sort of more like we is normally. Nice. Okay. Yeah. We're bros. Bros don't talk about their feelings. <laughs> bros just one up each other in grossness. Lick like each other's hands. Lick each other's hands. Yeah, like that's what eat, bros do, eat, right? Eat their buns, things like that. Wait, that's not a really inappropriate. Yeah, it does. Eat, eat, eat each other's manteau. <laughs> yeah, really good bros. That doesn't make a difference. I stand up, uh, and then I'll pull you up like, okay. as yeah. well. I, yeah. I'll reach a hand yeah, out. Like, oh, man, like that, the, like one of those grabs <laughs> when you grab forearms. Yeah. yeah. Pull the other up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then I'm gonna hug you. Oh, yeah. So we lead hugs back after a moment. Yeah. He doesn't get a lot of moments like this, but after a moment, yeah. he hugs back. Yeah. And then, as we're hugging, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not turning into Jade, man. That was a test. <laughs> really, I wanted a hug, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. that works for me. <laughs> what, how do you respond? Um, 
That's a shame. I'd be a lot more valuable if I did. <laughs> why? Why you gotta say that? Gallows humor, man. Yeah. Why you gotta say that, man? This is in character. Uh, Valid, is you're still like embracing me, uh -huh. which is to say you're basically encompassing me uh -huh. and quite a bit bigger. So he just kind of tries to shrug, but can't really. I think he just kind of shrugs his shoulders a little bit. Oh, I like this. Yo, you, you're, if you're joking, that's like, that's not funny. Valid uh, is uh, rare for him. Lost words for a moment. Because uh, he's feeling like there's genuine care here and he doesn't know how to respond to that. Yeah. Dong Fang opened up to you. Yeah. Can I roll? <laughs> Can you roll? Oh, what, are you, what are you trying to roll? Uh, I don't know. Roll for empathy. Roll for empathy. <laughs> you don't have to roll for this. Uh, roll, uh, unless roll, there's... roll persuasion. <laughs> trying to persuade. <laughs> Persuade me not to turn into Jade. <laughs> Is that how this works? No, 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 you don't have to roll for this. Oh. You're just having a moment. Yeah. 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 And then I'll like, I'll release you a little bit so we can like look into each other's eyes. And then I'm like, yeah, man. And then I step away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rose don't talk about their feelings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And I take another step back. And then are, are you two going to return to the, to the camp or what's the plan? I guess I'm going to go find the commander, yeah. Yeah. my boss. Now, what have you been doing, La Ning, in this tent while, while this, this bonding has happened? Ning is like, now that she's understood kind of what's going on and is no longer caught up in the moment, is absolutely livid. Just like red in the face, yelling orders. Like, this needs to be put away immediately. So she tells all of her commanding officers that there is one and only one story to be told to anyone else who saw what happened. The story is that Jade is infectious. It is unclear who is immune to it. And no matter what, touching the Jade causes either permanent or temporary insanity. No one is to touch the Jade under pain of death. Dang. So this is like the one story. Yeah, so uh, the, um, the people of the town are, are kind of, they count... They're, they're curious as to what's going to happen to them. Like, what, what, what is going to happen to the town? If this is, you've been sent to isolate these people. What are you going to do? How are you going to prevent the story from getting out while still, you know, letting these people live their lives? They, Londing says, for now, they'll remain in camp until further notice. Okay, so you're going to have to... So the We're soldiers staying are staying for a bit. <laughs> they're staying for a bit. The soldiers are going to have to ask get get resources. Absolutely, you have to get supplies. Yep. Okay. And what are we going to do? And so as this is happening, Dong Fang and Walid, you return to the to the commander's tent to see to hear Ning is furiously shouting orders, telling people that you know if if a different story is out there, if a different story is heard, that's punishable by death. I nod. I'm like, that makes sense. Once the, the two of them walk in, I'd like Ning to kind of barely, very quickly came, get, regain her composure and go, everyone leave the tent except for you and you. All of this, the soldiers are like, they're terrified of you. And they just, they, they, they scatter. 
Walid gives a kind of slightly mocking half salute. And once everyone leaves, Ning kind of collapses into her chair and just like is just like breathing like quickly. Like she had been like holding back and is just like Dong <sighs> Feng. What what happened? Uh I looked willing for help. <laughs> uh I think Walid will just kind of say, Ooh, am I gonna cover for you or am I gonna tell the whole truth? Do you say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Yo, don't fall, am I gonna lie for you right now? <laughs> uh how close are we? No. Um so uh so, uh they just started walking towards the jade. Looks like doesn't affect them. Maybe they got some sort of magical spell on them, and he goes over and like pulls at your clothes or your armor a little bit, like on your arm. Um, maybe the clothes are protecting them or something. But I don't know. They got we can change there. clothes. You can try walking there. Right. Like, well, I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, boss, I, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, it doesn't. I'm not in jade. You're not in jade, and. Thank goodness. But something something took you there. I saw it. We saw it. You said something. Yeah, that was kind of awkward. Go on. Uh, 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 yeah. I don't... Uh, I feel like we should just tell the Empress, because this is kind of not our jobs. You're more... <laughs> I feel really afraid as I'm saying that. You are absolutely right. We're going to tell the Empress. But I need to make sure that our story is straight. Because if we show up with a a wishy-washy story, this could be it for us. So understand that I'm being really serious right now because it's all about your safety. So I need you to tell me, what is this? Was it Four Perils? What is that? I don't know. This voice was speaking... And then it's like, you know, like, like, like it was echoing through my mouth. A voice? Did you recognize the voice? No, it sounds like a lot of voices speaking. Can, can Ning do a roll for four perils? Do you think you would? You've spent some time in the Imperial Academy. Do you think you would have gone to the Imperial Library of Xiao or read about this sort of thing? Agatha's signaling to like, roll the dice, (laughs) roll the dice. I'm Uh, really excited. My only question then would be. Do you feel like this would be part of like a traditional education? Ooh. What do you what okay, so I'm gonna ask you then. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think what do you think constituted La Lanning's training? Other than like the the commercial arts? Uh so as far as academics go, she'd know like her maths and things like that, so she could uh manage troops and what have you. From a religion standpoint, unless it could uh, directly affect kind of the way she could I hate to say, but like use people as a resource. Yeah. Unless that has that inherent value, she probably wouldn't have studied it. I don't think you've never, you've never heard of them then. Okay. Yeah. But you do know where you can find the answer. You know, you're, you're at the Capitol a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Imperial Library of Xia is, is going to be the place of answers. Yep. Yeah. So Ning says, well, we need to get our story straight. How about this? I didn't see nothing. I didn't hear nothing. I don't know nobody. No, no, no. That's a lie. And they will find that lie immediately. And you're going to suffer for it. No, you saw what happened. You can't hide that. 
But I think what we say is that we don't know what happened. We know that something was said and let's avoid the details. We just couldn't hear it. Waleed gives another sort of half-hearted sloppy salute and says, yes, sir. Ma'am? Ma'am. Yes, sir, ma'am. Ma'am, sir. And she says, look, outsider, this is serious, okay? I, the last thing I need is for you to just suddenly show up in the gallows and who knows what could happen to you. I appreciate the concern. I'm definitely getting paid to keep my uh, mouth shut here, so don't worry about me. Look, Dongfang, let's, I think we can go back to the capital, maybe put our noses in some books. What? Scrolls. Me? Maybe I will do this, but we'll find out what the four perils are and what this means. But we can't tell anyone about this. This is, when people hear this, the stories will just spiral out of control. It'll put us in a lot of danger. Uh, not to burst your bubble, boss, but there were a lot of people there. And I will handle that. Okay. She drops her pen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dramatically. Dramatically. Um, I'm going to go and like pour boss some tea because boss seems parched. <laughs> <laughs> some I, nice green tea. I think it's well respected. And Ning will say kind of like speaking out loud but not to the actual two of you specifically but to say I think I have to take everyone to Chang'an. I think I have to arrest everyone. Uh... Well, um, uh, this seems like maybe it's the end of the meeting. So Elite kind of yawns, kind of exaggeratedly stretches a bit. And says, I'm going to go hit the sack. I feel like that's not a very practical idea, but I'm just going to keep that to myself. I definitely have a like, uh, and then, uh, and then I finish pouring the tea and then I just step away. Step away. Yeah. Ning doesn't reach for anything like that. Yeah. She instead kind of looks at the maps and starts examining where Chang'ong is in relation to this, she knows. But what else is kind of in the area? What else is kind of in the area, you say? A river! Oh, river. There, yeah, there, there is definitely a river. There is a, a great river. Um, it looks like... Uh, it, it, are you looking for any locations in particular? or She's looking, yeah, for not a particular location, but kind of what's available so she can make the best choice as to what to do with... Would you say like the people? 200 people? Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a fort nearby. Mm-hmm. There, there are forts within the perimeter of Chang'an. So if you wanted to isolate people, um, you can put them in a fort. Do I know who runs that fort? Uh, yes, you do know somebody who runs that fort. It, it's actually somebody who, who you've probably had a lot of contact with. Her name is Jajing the Vanguard. Ooh. Okay, now... Judging the Vanguard is a captain of the Emerald Standard. Okay. She's known for her mastery of the Jan, the, the straight sword. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. So I think Ning is formulating the plans here. Yeah. And she's going to sacrifice a little bit of sleep here to figure out the following logistics. We're going to keep an officer in Jingda. Uh, and that messenger is gonna ha- sorry that officer is gonna have to get a messenger every other day to report back to Chang'ong. So that's a lot. Oh snap! Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, in addition, we're going to be moving every single person here over to Junjing. Uh, uh, well, Jajing is the person. Jajing the vanguard. Yeah, her fort. Yeah. What's the fort called? Uh, I haven't thought. I, th- I haven't thought of a name. Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg. <laughs> <laughs> fort One. No, I, I, I literally think it's. Um, I, I want to call it um, uh, Josia's Spear. It was like a okay. forward, right. forward fortress. Okay, let's go with Joshua's spear. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna have to bring everyone to Joshua's spear. How much? How far of a travel is it? Do we have enough food? So on and so forth. You'll you'll be short on supplies by the time you make it there. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna short supplies then. There's nothing we can be do about that. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna literally move all the people. Yep. Okay, and you're gonna leave a. A solid number of people to watch over this because it's spreading in all directions. It's spreading in all directions. Yes, it's four officers. They get one messenger, one one officer for each direction. Yeah, um, and then we're gonna hire a messenger messengers to make sure we get constant communications between Chang'ang and uh, Jingda. Okay. Now, Agatha, you really wanted me to draw from the bowl. I did. You did or you or do I you, do. You still want? <clears throat> I still do. Yes. You shake it up. Oh no! I just in 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 terms in general. I don't I mean you actually. Okay. Thank thank you. You're welcome. There's a lot in there. Listening to it shake is a boon for me. <laughs> Copy. Aren't you gonna read it? Oh, you want me to read this one out? Because it... oh, you want it to be a surprise? Because last time you read it, but we don't have to. A local ruler slash authority becomes an obstacle. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. who wrote this one? <clears throat> who's 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 hand? I think this is a Mars. If you can barely read it, it's Mars. Yeah, I think this, this is yours. Right yeah, this is a Mars. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Okay. It's a good one. I like perfect it. timing. I like way. it. Yeah. Right. Like imagine we were just like in the middle of the mountains, and then suddenly it comes up. You know. That's true. Okay. Or it could just be what's her name, Jiajing. Oh, sorry, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, maybe judging becomes a problem. Maybe. But, I mean, obviously, Daniel. Probably. Oh, did the, did the Similu guy have a name? Similu. Similu. <laughs> give, give, give him a name right now. What's his name? Um... Liu Similu. <laughs> 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 Um, I just like that it's Simu Liu. <laughs> I just like that it's just his name. Can they be called like Ida or something? Ida. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with that. Ida is the uh, the the true hero of this story. Yeah, I know. Does some great things. Okay, so we're going we're going to travel towards Josha Spear, uh, one of the fortresses that protects the capital city, and we're going to. Bring all of the refugees of Jingda there. Yep. Okay. Now, uh, when you arrive, this is, it's, it's a scene that you would not expect. As you take this long, multiple-day journey to Josha's Spear, as, as you near it, as you're maybe, maybe like an hour or two away, you see smoke on the horizon. Ooh. 
coming from the fort, coming from the direction of the fort. And this doesn't look like the smoke of campfires or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything we can do. I think we just have to proceed. Do you, oh, do you want to send out some scouts? I'm worried they might not come back. You could do it like a I recon. think Agatha's volunteering. I volunteer. <laughs> Agatha, do you want you want to scout ahead? I I would I think I'll go up to boss. Yeah. And yeah. Say, hey boss, uh, you want me to just run on ahead or check out that smoke? It's going to be dangerous potentially. Uh, right. So Tick will lead with you. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, oh, is Ning thinking, well, if Valid gets killed, that actually solves a problem for you. You know, one she, less mouth that might go off. She's, uh, she's, she's thinking by the seat of her pants. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. And take horses. What? As scouts? Sure. All right. I go to Valid. Yo, grab a horse. We're scouting. Okay, so no, not really stealth. You're just gonna go. Apparently, that's what boss wants. Yeah, I think. I think or you could ride your horses until you're kind of close, and then yeah, dismount. we're probably gonna do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I think as you like speak to Ning, it's very clear she really hasn't slept. She's like on kind of autopilot here. Boss, do you want to sleep? You can sleep in the the uh, now empty food cart. Dong Feng, thank you. Please go ahead. All right. Hey, hey. Uh, Walid t- makes a big show of going around and inspecting all the horses until you're like, we don't have time for this. And then he just orders one of the soldiers to Can get I off his Can I kick horse. you? Yeah. Like I usually do. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. you, you like kick me and I go, oh, okay, fine. You get off your horse. And he like commandeers a horse from one of the soldiers. Yeah. Are you sharing a horse? Are you two sharing a horse? No, I have my own horse. Okay. <laughs> I... I <laughs> I am behorsed. You are behorsed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Put that on a shirt. Behorsed. <laughs> so I, we ride for a bit. Yeah, you ride for a bit. And you're gonna you're gonna dismount, mm-hmm. tie your horses up, and then you're gonna kind of stealthily make your way over. Mm-hmm. No, so we're gonna dehorsed. It's not dismount. Sorry, dis- dehorsed. Yeah. Do, do you two want to roll stealth then? Yes. Amar, would you like to use a die? Bam. Here. I'll... <gasps> Ooh, what's your stealth? What's your stealth bonus, Amar? Zero, so seventeen. Oh, oh you have a zero Whoa. dex. Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, you have a zero dex. Yeah, seventeen. Agatha, what did you get? Uh, uh, six. <laughs> I have zero dex. Okay. <laughs> Last session, I was rolling your rolls, and they all came up very poorly, and I felt very bad. Yeah. No, it's just Agatha. It's just wow. D and D is dice. No. D and D is like yo. D and D is savage. Yo, son. Yeah. So, um, what does it look like when you sneak up? So, as you see, you see this fort and um, it, it, an impressive stone structure. It doesn't look like it has been besieged by anything, but the fire seems to be coming from the central courtyard. The gates have been closed and sealed. Okay? And what, what you actually see is um, in, in the gates, uh, you see blood seeping underneath the gate onto like, the dirt path. And oh, snap. as you as you're sneaking up to this fortress, uh, there there are like all these long grasses and trees that you can hide behind. And 
how, how do you think that you, well, you think you're, 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 you're being very sneaky. I think I am but a sneak. But your Guandao, your, your massive halberd is reflecting <laughs> in the sunlight. You're I'm also just really you're tall. big. Yeah. And even when I'm hunched over, I'm very visually obvious. <laughs> you're just like, you're, you're like the, the predator, you know, the alien, because you got like the whiskers <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah. But you're like very brightly colored like a mantis shrimp. Yeah. And the sunlight is actually reflecting off of your exoskeleton in a very beautiful way. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That would be beautiful. I'm a light show. But and you're a literally a light You're like, they're not going to see me. <laughs> yeah. And as you, as you begin to move forward, you hear this like, thunk, and a crossbow bolt sticks into the tree right by you. And then five more right in front of you in a complete line Ooh. in front of your feet. Uh, and but like Walid is not. Walid is not not there. Sweet. Um, um, Walid is the grass. Yeah, Walid is, 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 is the grass. grass. Okay, great. You hear a halt. Who goes there? Uh, I stand up to my full height, and then I like. I'm I'm assuming that Walid will know to keep going because you know. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and I say I'm like, uh, he- hello. I am just a passing shrimp. A what? And you, you, you look up onto the, 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 the high walls of the fortress and you actually see sol- soldiers wearing emerald standard uniforms. Mm. They appear to be wounded. Like one of them has a bandaged head. Yeah. And they're holding what looked to be like repeating crossbows. Mm-hmm. Aiming mm-hmm. them out. They're like, I, I are you one of them? I, uh, I am not one of anyone. I am a shrimp. Sir? Ma'am? Where did you come from? The river, you know? That's a really big river. I just need water. I'm really thirsty. Don't move. Uh, Okay. And and the soldier, you see one of the, he he kind of like signals for another person to to go um, ask for help. All right. I'm not moving. Uh, while this is happening, can Waleed sort of come sneak into, like, at least the base of the wall? And yeah, then you're, you're like hiding in? at the base. Yeah. Can to try to climb up? <clears throat> is that possible? Yeah, totally. Yeah, this wouldn't be, yeah. You want to give me an acrobatics roll? Acrobatics. <gasps> Dang! Okay. Uh, What'd you so roll? Plus Killing two, it. 21. To what? 21. What? So I am the wall. What does it look like when you, like, <laughs> scale this stone wall? <clears throat> I feel what well, Walid yeah, has I feel scaled like could, many walls. Yeah, so. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in this case, I would just freehand it. Um, freehanding, wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Poor boss. Yeah, totally. Just like totally Prince of Persia. Boom, boom, I was boom, just going to say, yeah. so, are you Prince of Persia? As you, as you, as you get to the top of the, the wall, you, you, you see this, you see something awful, like truly awful. Oh, um, you see all of these soldiers kind of like reinforcements kind of come and they're all like looking off. And aiming their crossbows at Dongfeng, uh-huh. they don't see you. Okay. And you look at the center, at the central courtyard of this fort, and you see a pile of bodies burning. Ooh. And the soldiers are like throwing more onto them. And they look to be the bodies of soldiers. Uh oh. Um, you see what looks to be, you know, some bodies wrapped in canvas with their worn boots kind of protruding from the bottom, and another mound of what looks to be like. Something rather large, covered by a large tarp. The soldiers seem to be like tending to the fortress, and there's blood everywhere. 
and you see you see one soldier in particular she seems to be like guiding the whole thing she seems to be in charge okay. this is judging the vanguard and she's ordering all the soldiers to you know burn the body she's keeping you know some to the side and this thing and you, she she kind of goes and she peers underneath and she kind of looks at it and she wipes her sword on the on the on the tarp. canvas or tarp that's covering it and continues along her business. Okay. Uh, I am going to try to very quickly get some sort of a uniform for, like a guard uniform for here, the Emerald Knight kind of thing. The Emerald Standard, sorry. Uniform. Yeah. I mean, what, what they're doing is they, they look to be uh, sort of um, like this, this mass of, of bodies. It, it, it looks like they are... Um, they're just burning everything. Shit. Yeah, you might be able to sneak into one of the quarters and get a uniform. Okay, that's how I like to try to do that. Yeah, give me a stealth check. All right. Yeah. Let's see what the mine luck runs out at this point. 12. 12 plus 0. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to roll um like a perception check. Cool. 15. Ooh. As you kind of crest the top of the wall to go sneak in, you not that you slip, but you land heavier than you than, than yeah. you wanted to. Yeah. And the sound of the crossbow bolts in, in, in their quiver, in their box that you have, kind of makes a little noise and they rattle. And the soldiers kind of turn and you see this too, Dong Fong. Oh, go, snap! Stop! Stop! Walid uh, puts his hands up and says, uh, we're all friends here. Friendly, friend, friend, friend. Though I can see what you do with friends here. Thanks. Put your weapons on the ground. <clears throat> um, so, uh, yeah, I, th- I think Walid will uh, make like he's about to put his... Uh, uh, on new- behalf of the Emerald Standard, you are under arrest. Yep, I'm with you guys, too. I am with the Emerald Standard, but I don't... I'm not with those guys that are burning. I'm with you guys, with the thing. Uh, and as I, as he's, like, like, you know, making like he's going to take his crossbow off, his new, is it? Yeah, yeah, you're new. New. Yeah. Uh, he instead pulls it out and, like, fires a few crossbow bolts at the people. Mostly he's trying to make them duck so he can run. Oh. Okay. Uh, if you want, can I help? Is that a... Th- yeah, well, how would you help? Because you kind of see there's this distraction. I would just position the Gwendol so that it reflects light onto their faces. Oh, nice. Dope. Oh, super cool. You um, use your exoskeleton to do that, too. Now that's actually super cool. My skeleton is not a tool. Can you give? Can you? Can you? <laughs> it is a roll, part of my body. Can you give me a? Um, let's roll a, a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. Okay. So you're gonna look at the yeah the top there, wisdom. Wisdom three. So you're gonna roll your d twenty, add three. Okay. So this is this is basically you using your quick thinking. <gasps> Nine. Plus three, twelve. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna re- reflect light off of your guando at the soldiers mm-hmm. temporarily blinding them for a moment and well are you going to fire some warning shots you're going to yeah. roll with advantage for this okay so great. advantage means that amara gets to roll two d20s and pick the highest mm, cool yeah roll the metal one that's fine okay. i've got the metal d20 for a reason won't be too loud All right. 11 Ooh. 11 um plus is it is it attack bonus or yeah attack it, bonus yeah plus uh two Okay, so you, but, but, but isn't it also plus dex? No, nope, that, that's that's what it's counted. In. Okay, yeah, perfect. it's your proficiency plus your dexterity. Your dexterity is zero, and your proficiency bonus is two. Perfect. So, so two. you fire off around at the soldiers from your crossbow, and 
the soldiers duck out of the way, but they duck in your direction. They tackle you to the ground. Oh, shoot. Wait, sorry. I thought I was like... Because so, you went and you tried to shoot them, right? Yeah, but I thought I was on like the ground level. and well, No, you're on the wall. On. Oh, I'm still on the wall. Okay. Yeah, you're still on the wall. Okay, cool. So they do tackle me? They're going to tackle you to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Was your crossbow taped to the back of your... Die hard? Like die hard? You die hard this? <laughs> you tried to yeah, die basically. hard it. Okay, great. Just making sure. Yeah. 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 Of course. And you tried to die hard it and... Well, you didn't die hard. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I um, so uh, I guess what are my options here? Which is to say, can Valid kind of try to roll back out of the way and get his sword out? You can. Dao is that okay. your, your Dao? You you can. So they 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 you're now being grappled and they're they are attacking you and <clears throat> several soldiers. One of them has is still on the wall, pointing at you and he's kind of just like squinting and trying to. Trying to trying to see you. Hey, 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 sorry, man. Sorry, yo. Uh, I'm really dry. Like, I'm getting really itchy. Wally, don't fight them. I'm gonna try to whisper, Wally, don't fight them. Even the wall leads up on the wall. I know. I'm just like, I, I, I really. Uh, if you want, I'll just dive back into a river. Uh, I can, I can walk away. I can walk away. And you're like, yes, that's right. Walk away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just gonna back away. Yeah, I'm backing away. And as you as you back away, he watches you as you just until you're just like very far away. Yeah, I'm like. Mm. And you can see he turns back, and well, Lee, you're at this point where you know your hand, you know, in the movies where your hands are kind of up, and they're just like all these crossbows pointed at your face. Oh, sure. Okay. It's like one of those moments. Yeah. Okay. Like the John Wick poster <clears throat> when all the guns are pointed at his head. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, right. so you've you've if been captured. You've been captured. captured. Okay. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. And uh, but they're a friendly force, but this is this seems to be a misunderstanding. Yes. Now back back with the a shrimp is not going to help the situation. Well, I don't know what kind of a misunderstanding means. They're tossing their own soldiers on the bonfire, but okay. Back with the. Oh, they're uh, just dead. I mean, yes, but <laughs> now back Why back with dead? all the the refugees from Jinda, and your contingent of Emerald Standard soldiers. Yep. You hear like this crashing out of the forest, and you see Dongfang returning on horseback without Walid. But boss, yes. So I I got good news and bad news. Bad news. Oh, Walid is captured, but alive. <laughs> Last I saw him. Good news. Uh, uh, Jingda is still. Uh, there's still soldiers there. Okay. Okay. Well, then we proceed as. As we planned, and I pull Walid out of the fire. I guess. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, haha. So you're you're gonna uh, try to get Walid out of there? Yeah, I really suggest having like very clear emerald flags out standards. What did you see? Well, they try to shoot me, which is normal, but right. they also, you know captured Walid who was wearing Emerald Standard uniform. Oh, I thought I would have... I think I would probably still dress like a bandit. Yeah, he's Just still kidding. wearing... Was not. Uh, anyway, it was really hard to communicate, you know? <sighs> Fly the banners. Let's continue. Yeah. Fall into place with two horses instead of one. Oh, oh I yeah. give the horse back to the yeah. other soldier, I guess. Yeah. Who's very happy to see. I'm sure. Yeah, he's right. been walking this time. So you're gonna you're gonna continue. We continue down the path, yeah. Now, down the road. Yeah, I'm sure that there are lots of sounds of the, your marching soldiers and the refugees. And as you approach, 
you hear like a like a halt, except it's they recognize your the banners and the soldiers. And they go, Who are you? Where are you coming from? So Ning kind of dismounts, walks forward, and and says, I am Lan Ning. I'm here representing the Empress. I need to speak to Jia Jing immediately. Is that La Ning? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, she she kind of is like Ning's they're, like they're the gates. <laughs> oh, okay. And and you see judging the vanguard. She wears like heavy armor. Nice. And she has like uh she she has a pair of Jan swords. Mm. Uh, she Mm-hmm. She says, well, well, well. La Ning. Yes? I haven't seen you since the Academy. <sighs> That's correct. We were supposed to go to the Summer Palace together. Also correct. Yet you didn't show up. Oh, boss. I was busy. <gasps> Yes, that's what they say. She comes up to you and she says, you look good. Thank you. But tired. I would prefer we didn't speak of my appearance and is it focus on things that mattered much, much more? Yes, yes. Did uh, You're not coming from the direction of the capital. I called for reinforcements. But... Yet we got you and why do you have all these citizens with you? We should speak in private. All right. Well, the citizens must stay outside of the fort until we sort out our matters inside it. Have your people stay outside. We we've just captured a bandit. Oh, my. That must be quite terrifying. Yes, let's go inside. Yes. You actually see them, like, bringing Waleed. Yeah, yeah. Waleed's in shackles, or they're bringing Waleed. <laughs> if I can add a detail, yeah. um, this has been, like, a few hours or whatever, right? Uh, Waleed has just been, like, telling entertaining stories, and so he's actually kind of got, like, more guards than is necessary to guard him. Because they want to hear? Yeah, because I'm just, like, yeah. telling stories. Just of, sitting, Waleed's just sitting in the corner. You see Waleed surrounded by guards. Like, yeah. all laughing every, you know, few minutes yeah. or whatever. I'm trying not to. Be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's our Waleed like yeah, yeah okay we gotcha yeah, yeah yeah I'm thinking like you know she's telling like tales of Robin Hood uh, yeah ask uh, bra- bandit bravery, bravery that kind of stuff yeah so um judging kind of walks you by this pile of burning corpses and, and you see you see something in far greater detail you see soldiers kind of sitting standing by the the burning bodies and it's it's a lot more um organized than than you immediately than you originally thought mm. you see something they're actually burning money mm. for these for these bodies sorry what form is money in well they're paper paper, paper? okay so they're like paper special money. paper money yeah for okay. the dead mm-hmm. oh this is they're actually being respectful to them yeah she says now there was a an assault on the fort last night and you know we got here just in time with some relief troops from Chang'an and otherwise, there would have been nothing here, but, you know, all corpses. She says, you, you see wounded soldiers dressed in bloody bandages. And she says, she says, look, 
these are the the next ones we have to put on the on the funeral pyre she removes the uh the canvas that the bodies are wrapped in there's four of them and you actually see these soldiers dressed in emerald standard garb contorted in agony and you actually see their their hands forming like grasping claws ning does the respectful kind of bow towards soldiers fallen in action and says i'm sorry for your loss we should speak in more detail. He says, this isn't it. Yet. He says, 10 of ours and one of this. And she kind of pulls back the massive sort of covering, revealing what looks to be this. It's like dog, giant dog. Okay, this, this giant dog with long, sharp teeth. It's dead, and it looks like it, would, it had been felled by her sword. This dog probably stood at least seven feet tall. She says, the, the soldiers here said they heard the sounds of a, a, a weeping woman at the gates. And when they went to check, there, there, there wasn't anything. And this creature, this demon, attacked them in the night. Now... Incha, are demon attacks normal? No. <laughs> okay, I didn't think so. So Ning bites her tongue and just puts a hand on, on the captain's hand and just like lowers the tarp and repeats herself very evenly. We need to speak in private. She says, come to my quarters. Now, I want to, out of game, this, this, this dog also has these bony protrusions coming out of its body. Okay. Yeah, almost like armor. Now, she uh, takes you into the sort of the commander's quarters. Now, she, judging the vanguard, she's a very famous captain of the Emerald Standard, and she would have been coming here for an inspection. Sorry, uh, so just as you're, like, leaving to the quarters, I'm like, uh, uh, Ning, Ning, hey, uh, Ning, how about... Yeah. Okay. Zip, zip it. Yeah. So it's just like happening in the background as you're like, yeah. You, yeah. you, you call boss by her name? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, ooh, actually, maybe I finish it. It's the last one. It's uh, c- c- commander. Uh, okay. You know, you know that one? We should speak in private. Okay. And then she leads you into her quarters. She says, she kind of sits down and kind of loosens up her armor. And she says, so I'm, I'm sorry. For how I greeted you, we have been on edge. Yeah, no kidding. So, I have a million questions, but let's start off with the demon dog. Well, by the time we arrived, I we were hearing them scream. The thing had killed six of the men guarding this fort, and by the time I was able to fell it, had taken down four of mine. I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm also very happy to hear that this thing could be felled with steel. So at least we have that. Yes, yes. It, it wasn't anything, it wasn't like the sparring matches of the academy. This isn't 
like fighting another soldier. This isn't even like hunting. This thing, it, its cries sounded human. Tell me about the soldiers who died in that awful, awful grimace. The clawed hands, the, the expression on their faces. What happened to them? Well, you see, my, my men, they, when, when, they, when they attacked this beast, it, we, we think they might have the wounds they sustained. Some of that, that creature's blood, when we fought it, might have entered theirs. And they died in the battle during the night. Well, they um, they died during the night, and well, shortly before you arrived, they would cry out in agony, and well, I spared them with my blade. We're going to give them proper funeral after we. Send the rest of the men to heaven. That's... I'm sorry to hear that. What I'd like to offer is I have a retinue of soldiers. Let me help with the funeral rites. Let them enter the fort. But let's get down to business. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, right. Uh, <laughs> I was not sent here to, to visit the fort. And I'm sorry that your, your calls for reinforcements were not met. However, we have several citizens from Jingda, and they must reside in this fort until further notice. Does this have anything to do with that bright flash of light we saw a couple days ago? That's on a need-to-know basis. I hope you understand. I do. This is, you know, sovereign banner business. Sovereign banner business. Look, uh, and, and Ning will go and like sit on a chair at this point. And like most of this like professionalism has kind of like yeah. sipped it through now. She says, I can take the soldiers back to Changdong. Uh, Chang'an. Chang'ang, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Chang'ang. I can, I can tell their story. We can have them praised and rested and, and what have you. And I can replace them with fresh soldiers from my, from my, uh, my army. As for you, tell me what's on your mind. She is, uh, she's hiding something. She's, uh, she's everything. It's all right. Other than this, you know, we fought together. We've seen worse. No, not demon dog worse. Do you want to roll insight? I do want to roll insight. <laughs> I do. 17. Uh, 17 plus. Uh, I think it's like plus zero. Let me just double check. Do, 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 do. Oh, plus three. Ooh, a 20. Yeah. She's dirty 20. She's definitely a dirty 20. She's definitely <laughs> hiding something. Like, just not that like, um, she's trying to deceive you, but she's withholding information. Ning says, um, remember that time where at the academy, 
we were sparring and you got cut and it wasn't that bad. But I asked you if you were okay and you said, I'm doing just fine. And we just left it at that. And then all of a sudden you got really, really sick because you got an infection and you were out for two weeks. Yes, I remember that. The fever was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's fine, especially when you're with someone you trust to just talk about stuff so you're not, not hurt. <laughs> she says I, part of me wants to say role persuasion but I just like the role play <laughs> and she kind of turns to you and she says I have been I am stretched so thin like a candle wick nearing its end I have traveled all over the kingdom I have traveled to the north. I have, I have seen the fortresses. I have, I have seen, you know, I've seen the Northern Protectorate. I've seen how they deal with the Confederacy of the Blades. I have seen bandits. I have slain them with my own blade. Assassins have tried to enter Chang'an and this, the Sovereign Banner and the Emerald Standard have, have thwarted them every time. I've seen awful, criminal things, but nothing like this. Captain, do you need to be relieved for a time to collect yourself? And then she kind of takes a, takes a moment and says, Joshing. Joshing? Joshing. Joshing. I had it right. Yeah. yeah, you had it right the first time. Jing, do you need to take some time? She walks up to the door and kind of opens it. And kind of like uh, signals for you to leave. She says, this isn't a time for thinking and rest. I need to focus on my sword. I understand. My troops will enter the fortress. We'll make sure that the citizens are controlled and I'll spare whatever hands we have to help with the funeral rates. Shall I help? I can stay here. Do what you need to. And then she leaves. And then as the door closes, you see as she looks at you with these like finely see fatigue set in her eyes. She closes the door. And that's where I'd like to Ning to kind of meet up with Dong Fong and Waleed. I mean, I've been staying near the back because I straight up lied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of like. Mm. And the gates are opening and they're they're ushering everyone in. And as you're coming in, the soldiers kind of look to you and they're like, "Uh, yeah, uh, I'm back. I, I do need water though." <laughs> <laughs> and the soldiers come up to you and they say, uh, "Well, uh, we we've been ordered to let you go." I told you. They said, "But um, I'm with you guys." And I lean in and say, "You know, we, tonight we will we'll be drinking to honor the." The, those we lost you should join us all right party inappropriate kind of inappropriate <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, inappropriate yeah, yeah. yeah. after say, saying like the expressions that are uh, inappropriate yeah and they say they just nod yeah and then and leave you mm -hmm. and so now we're in Joshua's spear yeah the, a fortress that has been attacked by 
a demon. Yeah, I would like to, as we're walking in. Now they're pre- they're preventing the Jingda citizens from actually nearing the, <clears throat> the funeral pyre or the covered demon dog. Yeah, I I would like to just walk towards that. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 covered dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they will allow you because Ning is in charge. Ooh, yeah, yeah. The lead will come through, come with. And uh, Jing is like still in her quarters. Yeah, she's, she's still, still recovering. She's probably sleeping. Mm. Yeah. So Ning will kind of make eye contact with you as you kind of like approach the body. Mm-hmm. I'll wink at you. And just like she gives you like the, the sign, like one second. Um, will Lita's kind of sticking around too? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Ning kind of like approaches and says, it's, it's a lot under there. Oh, all right. And they're they're starting. The soldiers are starting to move the other four into to be prepared to be burned. Uh, so can I look at it, boss? Yes, but it it's a lot, and she'll turn away a little bit. All right. Uh, okay. I, I go and I lift the the cover, and I look at this beast. As you pull it up. It's gone. You see the dog looking right at you. And it just goes, Dong Fong! I punch it. <laughs> and Walid, what you see is, you see Dong Fong pull, pull up, up this thing. You see the corpse of this demon dog. And all you see is Dong Fong like, reacting, just punch the corpse of this demon. Uh, I, I step in and, ah! and like, yeah, I, I think you got him. <laughs> did, did Ning hear that? No. It was just a corpse. Oh, oh. Uh, I turn around and I look at I look at Willie like. Uh, Willie just uh, looks at you. Yeah. Uh, 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 Ning puts a hand on your shoulders. I I know it's a lot. What? No. No, it's okay. <sighs> All right. Uh, I wipe whatever juicy bits that got on my hand onto this tarp uh and i i lift it further to to look at it yeah i i need to know why everything is speaking to me can i roll something uh you you totally can if you do you want to see what this is you can try rolling religion yeah or we can even you're gonna have to remove this thing this is a danger to the people yeah how does it this is a weird question how does it smell it smells. Oh, good question. Um, like blood. Trash. No, uh, it's it smells like blood and viscera, right. but there's something about it that kind of smells of perfume. Oh, slight, slight hint of perfume. Hmm. Okay, so I yeah I want if I if it's talking to me. It, gotta know me from somewhere let's hope it didn't come from the river Ooh. a 19 plus your religion my, my religion is one so a 20, 20. a dirty 20 dirty 20 dirty 20 yeah i like that better than you know unnatural 20 not dirty 20 it's much better this is a mogwai oh Yeah, and, and so you, you recognize it as a mogwai, a, a, a demon, like an evil spirit, something that's kind of been sent here to inflict harm upon others. 
Hmm. All right, let's burn this boss. Wait, what? Do you know what this is? <clears throat> uh, it's, it's not good. Fong Fong, what is this? Uh, it's unnatural. This thing killed a lot of people last night. Do you know anything about what it is? Do I know anything about... Like, I know the name of it now. Yeah, you you know that Mogwai are like... They're like malevolent demons who really enjoy inflicting pain and misery. And Mogwai haven't been seen in this area in a very long time. People People write about them. They write about Mogwai and how they the rainy season is a very dangerous time because it's when they reproduce. But it's not the rainy season now. Okay. And uh, a Mogwai appearance is very, very, very unlikely. Okay. Like this should not have happened. So are, are there a lot of people around us or is it just the three of us? A lot of people have been like the courtyard has been kind of like quarantined and isolated from everybody. And most people are like busy with funeral rites. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I tell. Settling into the quarters of the fortress. I tell boss what I know of it. And burning will deal with this. It'll be over it then. Well, it's dead already. It's good to get rid of it. No infections and stuff. Diseases. Let's finish the funeral rites and then we'll, we'll deal with the body. Are you okay? <laughs> What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know that long. Um, if you can help with the funeral rites, that'd be appreciated. Uh, e- mm. Is something wrong? Uh, I don't know if they want my help. What? Why do you say that? You know, I'm not a person, boss. I'm, I'm a shrimp. Uh, I'm going to go on the record here and say uh, I do believe shrimp are people too. Um, no. We're hashtag not. shrimp are people. We're really not the same. So what humans need to do should be done by humans, boss. You know, sometimes I, I think I, I know you and you surprise me sometimes and I don't hate it. Yeah, do what you need to. We'll lead if you wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, Walid, uh, while this conversation was happening, kind of was like, this sounds serious. So he just kind of started picking up different parts of the tarp and going, here, puppy, 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 puppy. <laughs> uh, and was just kind of in the background doing ridiculousness. Uh, he sort of looks up when you say that. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Actually, you know what? Collect six officers, no more than six. <laughs> Please remove the body from the fortress. And burn it. This body, this body right here. Yes, the the the, the puppy puppy puppy. Oh damn it! All right, fine. <clears throat> so yeah, Walid goes up, uh, goes around. Uh, yeah, I guess he got a, he got to know some of the soldiers from before. Sorry, six officers like from our corps or from the. She didn't corps. specify. Okay, but it was sorry. Like the that corps hasn't leave, hasn't left yet. The forts. No, no. Okay, so yeah, I'll actually just go around and grab people from the fort uh, specifically. 
um, and I'll grab like the highest ranking officers that I can find, um, and <laughs> to get their hands dirty. Perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. You, how are you going to get rid of this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remove it from here, eh? Ropes, hooks, drag it out of here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be like maybe five hundred pounds. Yeah, so 60. like six people could do it. No. It sucks, but you could do it. Yeah, okay. And of course, Walid is going to uh, <clears throat> supervise. So it's, he's not helping. Yeah, yeah. Put your back into it. Ah, come on. Uh, yeah, like when you walk away. Oh, sorry. Nice one. Um, uh, I, I feel like there's like a moment where I look like I want to tell you something, Waleed. And mm-hmm. then I just kind of like, like, I, I, I almost like take a step towards you. And then I'm like, uh, well, I guess, I guess he's busy. Okay. Yeah. And I, I take a step back. Yeah. Like, as Walid was walking away, he sort of, like, turned to look at you, mm. kind of like, are you going to stop me? Nope. Okay, keep walking. Mm-hmm. So, what are, what's, our, what's our next plan? What's our next steps? Well, I was going to ask Boss if she's okay. Boss, uh, are you all right? So, of course. Do I, do I not look okay? No, actually. You look very tired. Uh, I, I am tired, but we'll rest tonight. We'll we'll finish this task of burying and going through the funeral rites. We'll deal with the spirit, demon. I I don't know. We'll deal with it. And once that's all done, and all of the refugees are put away, and I check on Jing, and I make sure that we have messengers going to Chang'ang. And I make sure we have enough food and water for everyone. And I make sure that there are no other surprises. Then I can sleep. So you're not going to sleep is what I'm hearing. What am I supposed to do? There's, there's no one else. No, people are already doing things. I think it's fine. You should nap. I, I can't. Okay, I just let me let me just make sure everything is in order, and then then I'll rest. Yeah, then I'll rest. All right. I appreciate it. Okay, I thank you, but not now. So you're gonna get everyone's affairs in order. Yep. Then you'll rest. What about you two? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go and watch this thing get burned. No, actually, I'm going to go and find, uh, what did we say his name is? Ida. Mm. Yeah, he, he's settling in to with the, his baby. With the baby, yeah. In the, in the, uh, in the quarters. Mm. Yeah, he looks at you and he says, I can't, I can't thank you enough. He says, what you, what you did there was incredible. Huh? You, you touched, you touched the stone. But why my wife and not you? Why? Uh, I think it's because I'm a shrimp. Well, must be nice. It's all right. I'm very itchy right now. Listen, uh, did you have any dreams before this happened? Did your wife have any dreams before this happened? No, no, but 
She had, she had, um, no, not at all. Everything was normal up until this happened. Did your it, baby say anything? No, no. I, our, our baby cannot talk. I know. That's what I'm asking. No, of course not. Well, all right. Are, are you saying that my baby is, is there something wrong with my baby? No, it's just that oftentimes when wise words are spoken, they speak through the innocent. Well, my baby is not speaking. I see. They haven't heard anything wise in a long time. That makes sense. Now, if you're done, if we're done here, I'd, I'd like to make sure my, my baby gets some rest and I'd like to clean myself up. All right. Take care. And I'll... Yeah. This is serious, Simulu, not sexy Simulu. Is... Ooh. And they're telling the truth. He's telling the truth. You can roll insight. Okay, I'll roll insight. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well done. Fourteen. Fourteen, I think. Yeah. As far as you know, he's, he's telling the truth. He's not oh, really... Oh, fifteen. Yeah. yeah, as far as you know, he's telling the truth, hasn't, isn't hiding anything. He just lost his wife, and he, he feels as though... He's, he's, I think he resents you. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, he resents you because as far as he's concerned, he, him and his family, they haven't done anything to deserve what happened. Mm-hmm. And the fact that his wife is still in the village. Yeah, I mean. Statue. He's lucky that he's still alive, but I'm not going to tell him that. Yeah. I, it's too bad. It's too bad he doesn't know anything. It's too bad the baby doesn't know anything. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go back out and I'm gonna watch the the fire. Yeah. Yeah. The the beast, the Malguai. Yeah. Getting burned. How about you two, Omar? Uh, yeah. So uh, Valid. Um, sorry. So what, what time of day was was it? It's, we were... it's night. It's about night time now. At this now. point. Yeah. So by the time like we get the beast out of the the force and get it, um, uh, I figured we'd kind of do it like near. Uh, like a river on a riverbank, and then spread the ashes in the water or something. Not of this demon. No oh, way. The demon. Okay. They're digging a pit. Oh, sorry. So they're digging a pit. No, you gotta burn that. Yeah, you yeah. gotta burn. You don't it. want to put its ashes in the river. The river is important. Yes. Ah, fair enough. Okay. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, then I will. Uh, yeah. So just like, but by the time that's all done, um, like it's nighttime, um, and so when we trudge back, it's time for the um, the uh, memorial sort of drinking thing that the soldiers were telling us about, right? Yeah, and it's more of a a solemn toast. Mm-hmm. They burn mm-hmm. some incense for their fallen comrades, mm-hmm. and they stand by and you know watch this watch this f- the flames of this funeral pyre slowly die down as the remaining four are cremated, mm-hmm. and they drink silently the night. Yeah, unbelievably, Walid keeps his mouth shut and just kind of observes it, observes the silence and the solemnity. Yeah, and I think we should end it there. Yeah, yeah. I gotta process some stuff. That's heavy. I like it. I'm he- it's heavy. Yeah. There we go. That's session two. <coughs> of Dungeons and da Asians. Dungeons and da Asians. <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me laugh too. I am sorry to have inflicted that on the world. No, it's okay. Now, I love it. 
let's uh let's kind of just go into our quick debrief because this is going to be a long episode yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so let's go into a debrief oh. we we've like made a significant amount of progress mm-hmm. um do we want to do like uh stars and wishes yeah yeah, yeah. stars where do you want to start this time i'll start this time yeah um to one of one of the things that i thought was really great is that i know like um Amar, you wanted to know more about the the Jade Stone mm-hmm. and everything, and that's something you didn't really get to mm-hmm. to do. But I thought you did a really good job of kind of like reacting and maintaining your character, because Walid has so far been portrayed as somebody who's like kind of silly and mm-hmm. kind of awkward in these situations, and you've done it in a way that still plays to that character, but isn't like outright like super disrespectful to like the NPCs. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. Like Steve, that the moment in the commander's quarters, I thought was fantastic, and the role playing was great. And and, and Agatha, I, that moment when you just kind of go off on your own after you've touched this this sky drop, mm-hmm. and you kind of slumped down and you sat there and you had that moment with Floyd. I mm-hmm. loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are mine. Duh, Steve or Amar. Uh, yeah, I want to give a star to uh, Agatha for um, d- definitely that scene and playing that with Walid, who is clearly a character who was kind of emotionally stunted and he's kind of young, mm-hmm. um, and reacting and responding to his very stunted way of communicating with you and trying to kind of trying to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Agatha, how about you? Um, I think I really liked. This the my star goes to you, Daniel. I liked um the way you portrayed what is it, the spear of the spear Dosha spear and the situation that was there. I feel like that was a very serious, like war moment. Mm-hmm. And I I like that. I, I feel like it again brought like the the weight of mm-hmm. the situation. Back yeah. into the game. That was from our bowl. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan that. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that was, that was from our bowl. That was a Mars. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a Mars. A Mars was just like you know tension. And I was like, oh, I was planning a sort of demon attack, and I was going to attack the convoy. And I thought, no, no, this is way better. Yeah, attack our hearts. Instead. Yeah, attack your hearts instead. <laughs> How about you, Steve? What's what's your star? Oh, I got a lot of stars in this one. This one, this session was really really enjoyable for me. So thank you, everyone. Um, Daniel, I really liked the uh, the fortress and. Yeah, the commander's, uh, captain's kind of moments in the in private. I thought mm-hmm. that was really, really interesting. Uh, also echoing, I really liked kind of, you added in the burning of the effigies and things like that. And then like that helped me just kind of, ooh, this is heavy. <laughs> like that's a lot of memories. And uh. um, Amar Agatha, I loved Walid's and Dongfang's moments kind of off after the jade stone had been touched. Just like the the awkward hug, I love awkward hug. Like that was so good. <laughs> I want to I want to see like an, a piece of art of them just sitting in that in that alley mm-hmm. yeah. together, not talking, just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was that was like really really I think impactful, and mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed like being an observer to that. So thank you both for that. Um, yeah, that's good for me. Nice. Now wishes. Um, for me, I really. I don't. I don't know what I what I want from the next session because, you know, I want to see. You know what I want. I wish. I I want to see all three of you, in more scenes together mm-hmm. rather than separated. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I wish for. Mm-hmm. I want to write that down. 
Uh, I think my wish is for Lenning to have more interactions with the other two PCs on a person-to-person level and as like a party mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of removed as the commander and then just like saddled with a bunch of responsibility, which makes sense, mm-hmm. but I feel mm-hmm. like I think it, it would be cool to see that as well. Yeah, That's what I want to see. Less, so you want like less formal interaction with Ning? Yeah. Uh, possibly if there could be situations for that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I definitely felt that I that same thing where I'm like, man, I, like Nick's not really playing with the other the characters. Yeah, which is it makes sense in this particular situation. Mm-hmm. It was like very high stakes, very high risk. So of course you're just gonna like business, business, business. Um, but I think it'd be really fun to kind of go through those motions as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's like how Ning is just kind of like not freaking out and not breaking down. It's just by like I gotta keep working. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta keep pushing. And then there's gonna be a moment. And I think it's in the next episode. When they finally return to Chang'an, when Ning's going to finally hit that breaking point. Oh, no. Spoilers. Oh, good. All right, Waleed. <laughs> you got to have that scene, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what's what, what's good. your wish? Well, I was actually going to repeat my wish from last time, which was to have more uh, <clears throat> more scenes between Waleed and, and Ning. And then I got to thinking about why that was. And I thought exactly the same thing as Agatha. That part of the reason why Waleed isn't connecting with you is because you are sort of doing the mask. You're doing the role. And he's like, yeah, whatever. She's a stuffed shirt. I don't need to deal with this. Yeah, I um, think it's from b- playing both of your roles, though, because mm-hmm. uh, Amar, you're also playing Walid as a more like, like you would only really reach out to a peer as opposed to like a boss, right? Mm-hmm. So like Walid reached out to Dongfeng because they're peers. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's like you're both trapped by you your, need something to equalize by your the group role playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ling's just the boss. It's like you don't, yeah. you don't really have drinks with the boss. Yeah, but I do. You do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, like Walid is also outside of the command structure, right? Yeah, he subverts it regularly. But um, anyway, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll find that opportunity. But I would like to see that if and when it happens. So yeah. finally, Steve, what is it. what is your wish? Um, I feel like this session we've we've built up a lot, a lot of tension, and I'm very excited next session to like start to relieve some of it. So like right now we've been to like we've seen funerals, we've seen like families broken apart, we've seen, you know, celestial things, we've seen demons. Uh and it's all kind of weighing down, I think, on every single both player character and like non player character. Um I'd like to see kind of how that how we're gonna relieve some of that. Mm-hmm. Bloodshed. And it could it, I think answers. Answers oh. <laughs> or combat. Uh. Or combat. We just kill each other, yeah. Okay, so you, so you, oh, you want uh, or fight monsters, yeah. relieving tension through combat or answers. Yeah, maybe, could be both. Maybe, maybe Ning just goes to like a, a a bar and just gets in a fight. Or, you know, a make-out oh. session, I guess. I don't know. That, oh, with the right. Empress? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, that's in the bowl, right? What? Did you write? Did you just write like Ning like smooches the Empress? No, I, I think someone wrote smooches. Somebody wrote smooching. I, I like gonna, that you write someone gonna, uh, as if it wasn't you, Agatha. I'm just gonna. I'm I just, don't know if it was me. I'm just gonna pull one right now and just see uh, accident into exactly what we need. Smooching, <laughs> <laughs> like one of those weird, like oh, I tripped, and then all of a sudden it's smooching, and like oh, but everyone's you actually tripping. okay with this. It just looks at you knowingly. Yeah, we're gonna get to that moment when Steve and I are just gonna have to do this role play. It's, it's, gonna, <laughs> be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So, um, thank you, listener, for. 
you know, joining us for this episode of Dungeons and Asians, this heavy, heavy episode of Dungeons and Asians. Um, Asians Represent is, of course, part of the One Shot Podcast Network, home to many, many fantastic shows. And this wouldn't be a D&D podcast shout out without a shout out to our friends, the Broadswords. Mm-hmm. An all-women actual play D&D podcast focusing on role play, narrative, and diversity at the gaming table. And if you have any questions about the themes we discussed in this episode, like even like the cultural themes, like the funerals and... Yeah, and the paper money. The paper money or anything like that. Um, you know, the, the concepts we discussed, like in-game concepts we discussed, or anything else related to Asians Represent and Dungeons and the Asians, get in touch with us on Twitter at AZNS Represent or at AZNS Represent at yeah. OneShotPodcast.com. I've been alternating for you, Agatha, for, you know, our... Uh, for different me? audiences or for our fellow Canadians for our fellow citizens. Canadians I've, I've been appealing to both man um now I want to add something new I've been getting a ton of Twitter followers and I want our listeners to also extend those follows to Steve and Amar oh. so where can where can people find Steve on Twitter yeah so my Twitter hand thanks my Twitter handle is at d-e-e-e-m Steve that's phonetically dm Steve uh and I post I don't know what do I post you posted a really good thing about your Alexa and that led into something that we're going to do on Asians represent that's so true follow Steve and find out what we're going to be doing in the future <laughs> mm-hmm. and then Amar uh I'm at Amar Ijaz, that's A-M-M-A-R-I-J-A-Z. I'm tagged, I think, in the description for Asians Represent, so you can probably find me most easily through there. I think we removed it to make it more descriptive. Did, ah, did we hear that? It was I-J-A-Z, Daniel. <laughs> I've been alternating. No, it was good. It was yeah, good. yeah. So follow Amar and Steve. Agatha does not have Twitter, but Agatha, everybody just tags Asian Represent, Asian, at you as Asians Represent. I, <laughs> I uh, so I've just been retweeting it so, so for you like you're the thing you're doing with uh Victoria and mm-hmm. all those folks yeah uh, I've just been retweeting that mm-hmm. um and uh last thing like go to Dungeon Delve that that podcast stream um I produced a seven episode miniseries for Wizards of the Coast with Victoria um about the Descent into Avernus Ooh. Uh, series so check that out we we were very very I should have put this in news but we were I was yeah. very very deliberate and including an Asian group. Yeah. So I picked Royal Nerd Theater in Singapore. Mm. Yeah. So I'm Daniel. I'm Agatha. I'm Amar. I'm Steve. And you've just listened to Asians Represent. Represent.